You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Feeling like I should, I'm all good, I'm all good, never knew I could, I'm all good, I'm all good. Hello, hello, it's Brooke Devard and you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. Welcome back for another episode. Today's episode is a little bit different because we are talking about NFTs and the metaverse. If you heard last week's conversation with my favorite beauty journalist, Darian Simone Harvin, who is always at the absolute forefront of culture, we talked about how the media landscape is changing, but we also had a conversation about NFTs and the metaverse. And I wanted to isolate a snippet of that conversation to do a standalone episode on this topic. And if you guys are interested, I'm actually going to have more conversations with people that work in tech about beauty and tech's impact on beauty, because I do think it's very interesting. And I think it's important that we as beauty lovers and as a beauty community understand the space and how it's going to just change our relationship with beauty. Darian happens to be the only person that I know IRL that has sold an NFT. So we hear about her experience selling that NFT, what she sold, why she sold it, what her experience was putting that up for auction. And I just love to see young Black women being early adopters of new technology. I also just want to cover, before we get into the conversation, a few basic definitions. So NFT stands for non-fungible token. Non-fungible means that it's unique and it can't be replaced with something else. So an NFT can be anything digital. It can be a drawing. It can be music. It can be a GIF. It could be a podcast episode. Someone recently paid like $400,000 for a 50-second video that Grimes released. You guys know Grimes. She's a musician, famously married and now divorced from Elon Musk. But most NFT sellers are actually people you haven't heard of, or at least I hadn't heard of. They're not household names. Beeple. CryptoPunks. These are terms that if you're in the NFT space, you're very familiar with these names. So Beeple had the most expensive NFT ever sold that went for $69.3 million. Now, Beeple took one photo every single day since 2007 and put them together into this collage and sold that digital collage and it went for just under $70 million. Now, to put that in perspective, Christie's had an auction of one of Monet's paintings. Yes, that Monet, French impressionist, critical to just the way we understand painting and art history today. Claude Monet painting sold for $15 million less than this digital NFT sold for. So people are spending real money on NFTs. And there are different theories about how this art will appreciate. But I'm not here to talk about 
NFTs in the art space, but I do want to just explain to you what an NFT is so you're familiar with the concept. And so you also just understand how much real world money is being poured into NFTs. And it's an exciting space because you have new types of creators that are able to monetize on their work. They're able to track their work in a way that you weren't able to if you sold a physical piece. And to sell digital art in these NFTs, you have to use cryptocurrency like Ethereum. You basically need a crypto wallet. I'll link to an explainer article in the show notes if you guys are more interested in how to buy or sell NFTs. But I wanted to talk to Darian about her experience selling an NFT, how she decided what to sell, how she put it up for auction, what steps she had to take, and what her inspiration really was. We also get into why we're really excited about the metaverse. And I have to just share some personal bias here. I'm more excited about the metaverse and what that means, especially for beauty, than I am about NFTs. Although I do think NFTs are interesting. But again, I want to quickly define what the metaverse is. So a lot of people will ask, what is the metaverse? Is it just virtual reality? And I actually just interviewed on this topic. Um, If that article is out by the time this episode is live, I will link to the article in the show notes. But one of the questions the journalist asked me is, what is the metaverse? Is it just virtual reality? So Mark Zuckerberg, who is the CEO of Meta, and Meta and the metaverse, very different. But I think he explained it best when he said, you can think about the metaverse as an embodied internet where instead of just viewing content, you're in it. So what does that mean? You're basically attending a virtual concert where you can like look to your left and to your right, and you can be part of the concert. You can take a fitness class. It's like a much more immersive way of interacting and being in a space than just looking at a screen. And I think it's going to take time for us to move towards that fully realized version of the metaverse. But from an experiential standpoint, it's going to allow for more immersive and interactive experiences that feel closer to what it's like to be in person than what our current interactions are on a phone or a tablet. So I'm excited by the metaverse because it kind of breaks us out of the bounds of what's possible in the real world. And it invites creators and brands to use their imagination to create worlds that have never existed before. I think really clever brands are going to use the metaverse, not just for trade or commerce, but to build community in new and playful ways that inspire deeper connections. So you can imagine, let's say Fenty Beauty has a lounge in the metaverse. I think A not so exciting way would be like if you could just go into a Fenty Beauty shop and just like buy their lip glosses and try them on in the metaverse. That's like, okay, that's cool. But like, that's not really cool. I think what's exciting is thinking about if Fenty Beauty has a lounge in the metaverse and then in that lounge, they're hosting talks, they're listening to new music, they're talking about new and exciting ways to play with self-expression and to reinvent your look and talking about all things beauty, right? So you can create these spaces and they don't have to be spaces owned by brands, but you can really have fully fleshed out experiences in the metaverse that just go so much deeper than what you can currently experience on your laptop or your phone today. I'm also personally very interested in the way our avatars are going to show up in the metaverse in a way that reflects our unique self-expression. And I think there's a question about, will your avatar in the metaverse be a version of you that feels close to how you look in the real world? Like, Do you want your avatar to be as close to you as possible? Or are you going to show up in a completely different way 
in the metaverse. Um, I shared something on my Instagram account about bags. There's been this whole thing about Birkin bags that have been purchased and it's not even from Hermes, but people are buying these Birkin NFTs that have become really in demand. And there's this idea and, and speculation from the industry that soon when you buy a luxury item, you will also own that item in the metaverse. So if I go into Hermes and I buy a Birkin bag in the real world, does my avatar also then get that Birkin bag? Are there going to be things that you can only buy in the metaverse? Or is it that everything you buy in the real world will have a metaverse component? But anyway, I was talking about this on Instagram and someone said, my avatar has to be as fly as me, which I love. But then there's also this idea where your avatar could be flyer than you are. So for example, Donnie Davey, who is the lead makeup artist for Euphoria and former Naked Beauty guests, go back and listen to her episode about makeup on Euphoria if you haven't yet. She can do makeup looks that I just don't have the skill level to create. If Donnie Davey is offering an opportunity for me to wear amazing euphoria eye makeup looks in the metaverse, yes, I will take that. If hair genius and celebrity hairstylist Nikki Nelms, also a Naked Beauty guest who does hair for Solange and Janelle Monet and creates incredible, incredible hair moments, if my avatar can have like a Nikki Nelms custom hair look, yes, I want that for my avatar. So I think we're seeing this. There are AR creators that make really interesting filters, but I think it's going to be really cool to think about how beauty creators create custom looks for people in the metaverse. I also think you're going to want to have, let's say I'm doing a virtual tour of my space in the metaverse, all of the great skincare that I have on my shelf that I've worked hard in the real world to you know, curate and hone based on my specific skincare needs. I want my skincare shelf in the metaverse to be just as popping. I want what I have and my taste in the real world to be reflected in the metaverse. Or maybe things that I can't afford yet, but I one day aspire to have, I can have in the metaverse. So I finally purchased Lost Cherry by Tom Ford, which I love and it is so worth the cost. It doesn't last that long, I will say, but it is a delicious cherry almond, just gorgeous fragrance. And I've wanted it for the longest time. I don't have bitter peach yet, but I want bitter peach, but maybe I could, you know, get bitter peach to display on my shelf in the metaverse. So there are all of these really interesting things about ownership in the real world versus ownership in the metaverse. And I think the space is going to evolve in really interesting ways. Let's hear from Darian about her experience creating NFTs and her thoughts about the metaverse. And then I'll come back to share some closing thoughts. All right, let's get into it. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts, not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence, every inch, stitch, 
Solon logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I ain't never felt before. I was locked up in my head, but I ain't got a friend. No Even just to lightly touch on metaverse, crypto, NFTs. I did my first NFT project in fall. Yes. Can we talk about it as like a like little mini like standalone that I can release if you just have like five more minutes? Okay. Cause I think yeah, it's, yeah, absolutely. I think it's so interesting that you got into the NFT space so early. So I learned a lot. Tell, tell us about your whole NFT journey. I decided to put my most viral, most culturally impactful tweet up for auction as an NFT. A few years ago, I posted a photo of myself on Twitter. It was me standing in front of the Mona Lisa. And just on a whim, I was like, Black girls, share with me your photo of you standing in front of the Mona Lisa. I'll start. I honestly did not think that it would get a ton of traction. At the time, I had less than 8,000 followers. I had less than 8,000 followers on, on Twitter. And thousands of Black women, at least I want to say 5K Black women, 5,000 Black women either responded with their own photo or tagged other people to add their photos to this day. Black women continue to add their photo to this thread. And ultimately, for me, what it spoke to was less about us being in front of the Mona Lisa and actually centering this photo and more of us almost witnessing each other of the power of travel and more about us all being very different. There were, there were Black women from all around the world who responded to this tweet but we were at a common destination. And so for me, when we think about NFTs, what they are, what they're supposed to represent, to me, I thought that it was a really good idea to work on this, to auction off this tweet, because I felt that it was what we allegedly said that we wanted NFTs to be about, which is about the ability to say that you own something that the culture, your culture or the internet has already deemed valuable in a way that I have never been able to put a price and a tag mark behind my contributions that I've made to the internet as a social media editor, or just literally as me being Darian, this girl on the internet. And so it was something that I auctioned the tweet. I ended up receiving a thousand dollars and it went to Chaucer, his name's Chaucer Brown. He's a CMO at um, Translation, which is an agency. And actually he got it for his daughter. So it's like his daughter's, he, he like bought it, essentially bought, so it, bought it for his daughter. Is but, this um, Steve Stubbs agency? Yeah, it is. It is. That's great. Wait, I need to, I need to just go back to like, okay, so you have this idea that you want to make this an NFT. So for people that are listening that are like, I want to create an NFT, like, how did you know what to do next? Like, how did you know how to like list it? Like, how did you know what steps to take? Yes. First, you have to choose a platform. I use one called Scent, C-E-N-T. 
what sparked this idea for me was that Jack Dorsey, the founder of Twitter, he put his first tweet on to sent this platform and he made over a million bucks for this from this tweet that was sold on this platform sent. So that was really what sparked it in me was that this was specifically a platform that puts your tweet on the blockchain. So there are other platforms such as OpenSea or um, Founder, I believe is the name of another one, where which is a whole other process for how you do it. But I would say that my biggest piece of advice for people who want to learn more about it is to get onto an audio split space such as Twitter space or Clubhouse, because that is where the NFT crypto community lives and start to listen in because that's where people are asking silly questions, smart questions, and people are helping one another to figure it out. And so I knew how to do it basically just from research, listening in on Clubhouse, understanding the the nuances of it. And then I saw what Jack Dorsey did and I said, if Jack Dorsey can do that, I can do that. (laughs) Exactly. 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 So that's how I figured it out. Amazing. Well, I'm excited to see how the NFT space evolves. And I feel like I need to like ask you, I'm like, should I like NFT a podcast episode? Like there are so many questions and thoughts and ideas I have. Yeah. I think that the big thing that I have learned is that NFTs are good, but the metaverse is where I'm really trying to create and do cool stuff. And I think that as a beauty reporter and someone who wants to continue to expand within the beauty space, me figuring out what I want my community to look like in the metaverse metaverse Mm. now in like figuring that out now, because no one is there yet. Like it's, I, I, and I think like raw talent is going to matter in the metaverse. Like you're not going to be able to hide behind followers. Like you're not going to be able to hide behind being an influencer. You're not going to be able to hide behind the fact you're not going to be able to hide behind, Oh, I have X, Y, and Z. And that makes me an influencer or that gives me clout. No, you're going to have to have good ideas and skills and a talent and a, and a mindset around who you are and what you want to do and who you want your community to be. And I think that for me, the NFT project was something where it's like, I felt it was something for me where I was like, oh, interesting. People talk about being in this space, but y'all aren't really here yet, actually. Y'all love the idea of this, but none of you have a wallet. <laughs> none yeah. Of you have a like I, when I, when I saw you were like selling it, I was like, okay, like I would love to bid, but I don't actually don't have like the, I'm not set up in a way. And I, and think about it. I like work in tech, right? So I'm probably very far on like the adoption curve. And the fact that I couldn't even bid on your NFT shows when I'm a little behind, but I think a lot of people just aren't set up yet for this. Yeah. No, they're not. And in my mind, I just sometimes forget that. I forget that people are not where I'm at yet. And that's not even like a shade or a poo-poo. That's just the reality of the situation. And time and time again, I've always felt like I've been ahead, but being ahead does not matter. You have to be on time and you have to be ready and prepared. And I feel like I've just learned this as a creative. And so now the NFT project was very eye-opening. I also think that investors, you know, people who have money 
the platforms that they're invested in. That's a whole other world that I'm not even tapped into, but that influencers the the things I'm going to do in the metaverse and even a project that is me as a Black woman in auction where I'm sure that a ton of people saw it, but were it people who actually wanted it, who actually have wallets, I don't really think there are a ton of those folks who have wallets yet, honestly. And so now I'm just like, I'm about to have the... Daring and Simone Institute Museum in the metaverse because no one can tell me I can't have my own museum or my own art gallery. I'm going to have my stuff and other things that I view as valuable and I'm going to be able to have events or I'm going to be able to DJ or do this or that or hold yes. talks or Venus, whatever it Venus is. Venus X can DJ in the metaverse for you. Exactly. You know, shout out to Venus X. And so for me, it's just like, I'm going to embrace it and I'm not going to be left behind. Like my, it's, it's raw talent matters. And if there's one thing I know I have is that. Yes. Yes. Oof. I'm excited for your, your, what, what you will bring to the metaverse. It's like a dream. So let me never wake up. I was so hung up on myself. Just like a stick. All right. So that was Darian Simone Harvin sharing her experience and her thoughts. I love her enthusiasm. And again, I'm so excited about this space. I think it's really important to remember, again, the metaverse isn't only about commerce. The metaverse allows you to connect with people, with your community, and with your tribe in a way that goes beyond looking at a screen. When I think about the Naked Beauty community, and I have listeners from all over the world, you know, I've spoken to many of you and I see the data. I know people are listening from Minneapolis. I know people are listening from Ghana. I know people are listening in Sweden, in Scotland, in Texas. You know, I know I have listeners from everywhere. If we can all hang out together in the metaverse and like build deeper connections and build that naked beauty tribe, that's something that I'm really, really excited about. But I also think diversity, equity, inclusion is very important when we think about the metaverse. We have to think about communities that could get left behind because of this new technology. And we have to think about how we make this technology equitable. Now, Designers building avatars, I think it's going to be very important that they reflect racial diversity, body type diversity, gender diversity, but also like getting coders and engineers and designers that are racially and gender diverse themselves, right? So the team building these looks and, you know, like design elements in the metaverse have to be diverse because getting hair textures right is really important. I've gone to play video games and it's like for straight hair, there are like essentially 25 different hairstyles for straight hair. And then you get to kinky curly hair and there's like an Afro and braids. Like what? Like clearly you did not have black people in mind when you were building out the options for these avatars. So, you know, we have to make sure that as the metaverse is being built out. And I'm saying we, I don't, you know, I'm not working on anything in the metaverse, but I think as a society and as tech leaders who are listening to this, we need to think about, are we building diverse teams to help realize the metaverse and help realize the future vision of the metaverse? I think that's going to be really, really important. So to conclude, I'm really excited about the metaverse as a set of these virtual spaces where people, like-minded people can join that aren't in the same physical space as me. I hope to do Naked Beauty events in 2022. I'm really excited about the opportunity to do a live podcast show 
And probably a live podcast in the metaverse can't happen in 2022, just with the way technology is set up. But as I think about the future and future visions of how I see the naked beauty community coming together, I think the metaverse is something I'm really excited about because it's going to allow for deeper, more meaningful conversations with beauty lovers all over the world. So I hope this was interesting learning a little bit more about beauty and technology. And I can do more episodes on this topic if this is something you guys are eager to learn about. And I'll I'll try to bring in some senior leaders from tech companies to talk about it. All right. Thanks guys so much for listening. I will be back next week with a brand new interview. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 